Hey, it's Pat. I want to thank you for listening to the podcast. In case you're not familiar with me, I've been helping people retire for over 20 years now, author of the book Save Your Retirement, and host of the Save Your Retirement radio show. Our goal with this show is to provide you with valuable and timely information to help you plan your retirement, or if you're already retired, help you make the most of it. Ultimately, we want to help you use your money to accomplish your goals and dreams and to help you avoid any stress and fear with your finances and instead replace those with confidence and peace of mind. If you enjoy the show, make sure to subscribe so you won't miss future episodes. Also, if you'd like to give us a great rating, it would mean so much to us and it helps get the word out so we can share this valuable information with others. Thank you so much. And now here's this week's episode. This radio show is a paid placement. Retirement with Pat Struby. This is our New Year's edition of the show. Started off with a little big band version of that song. Glenn nice. Miller. Pat, what do you think of that? That's I pretty think good that stuff. was very big bandy. Very nice. I know. Yeah. It just makes you think of like an old timey New Year's celebration. I don't know. I feel like I should. You know, have like a sequin dress on or something. Super fun. But you do that every New Year's, right? You get in a big oh, yeah. gown and you oh, know, yeah. a few hours of prep and very you know. formal, very yeah. fancy. <laughs> That's, That's exactly what it's always right. like when you celebrate New Year's with Oh yeah. Kids. It's never it's never sweatpants <laughs> and a, a beer on my couch. No, no, no. No, no, no. Happy New Year to you, Pat. Happy New Year. Thank you. Very happy new year to you as well. So one of the things that um, we always talk about this time of year, not a big surprise, would be New Year's resolutions. So I have to ask you, we are going to talk a little bit about that today, but I have to put you on the spot and ask you, what is on your list of New Year's resolutions for this year? Well, uh, it's a very dangerous question to ask me, Jen, because I am a planner (laughs) and I love (laughs) goals and resolutions and all those kinds of things. So um, I actually have some. Yes. And uh, so every year uh, and what Janelle and I started doing uh, the last few years is we pick an evening somewhere in the last week or two of the year and grab a beverage and kind of sit down and talk about the year coming Mm. up. And then we think through some of these for ourselves and we share them with each other. So Mine actually, my biggest one for this year is, you know, Gabby and Isla are seven and five, and I'm just trying to figure that whole thing out. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, yeah. I mean, every, I think we all have our own, you know, balance of life, you know, with work and family and faith and all the extracurriculars we have. And I think we're kind of in that transition phase with the girls of them going from like kind of the little toddlers when they're just dependent on you for everything to mm-hmm. now they're starting to branch out and have friends they want to do things with oh and gosh. you know and opinions sports. and all these offensive well, the things opinions <laughs> is very offensive to me yeah i don't know where that comes from but um you know suddenly not thinking that we know everything in the oh world is also very offensive so yeah so it's basically just kind of that management of um you know making sure there's some focused and quality time and you know, not having devices everywhere, all that kind of good stuff. Oh, yeah. So Great. that was kind of a weird kind of hazy goal, but so we can, uh, that needs to be fine-tuned, but that's my big one for the year. No, no, no. I mean, I think things like that are so reasonable and way more normal than than some of the, <laughs> you know, some of the, the big crazy. I, I tend to set lofty resolutions for, you know, sure. here, I'm going to do, I'm going to read this many books each year for, you know, professional development and personal development and then enjoyment and then... I just find myself failing, and then I'm just angry. <laughs> and and I think that's what happens for a lot of us. As a matter of fact, I looked up a stat. 23 million Americans don't believe that meeting their resolution is within reach. So you have oh, wow. all these people, and they set these goals that they just say from the beginning, I don't think I'm going to be able to do it. And maybe they think it's a good thing if they make progress toward it. But it's kind of setting yourself up for failure. And Pat, you're somebody who helps people work toward financial goals all the time. How important is it to set goals that are attainable so you aren't setting yourself up for failure all the time? Yeah, I I think the thing that's kind of fun, I guess fun to me, I guess, because I like goals and I like kind (laughs) of setting those, is actually stopping for a second and thinking about what are your goals that are kind of must-haves versus those lofty, like, aspirational goals, right? I don't think there's anything wrong with, 
you know, striving to read a ton of books, but maybe having a second layer and say, well, I'm going to, I know I'm going to read at least this many, but I'd love to read this many. And, mm-hmm. and the, the example I would use in retirement would be, it's not a lofty goal to say, I want to figure out when I can retire and never have to worry about being broke. I mean, that's mm. kind of like a critical thing, you know what I mean? And, yeah. and that's kind of like the absolute must that everyone who comes to us wants to talk about. Now, above and beyond that is more of the aspirational things like the bucket list or uh, travel or wanting to be able to dote on your grandchildren, you know, and have a certain amount of spending money for those types of things. And so that's where I think, um, you know, it, that's where you can really make that difference, um, where you can... Um, and for some people, they might say, well, some of those things are part of my must have too, you right, know? and that's right. okay. And that's why we call it the custom built retirement plans is because everyone's is completely different and unique from everyone else's. And we have some clients that really like that two tiered idea. They might say, Hey, I want to have $5,000 a month to spend in retirement. That's my must have right. drop dead bare minimum. But I, what I really want to do is see if I can get up to say 6,500, you know, if every, if the, if everything's going smoothly, you know, if the, the investments are doing well and all those kinds of things, whereas other people might just say, Nope, I just want to have here's my number and that's just the way it works and so that's that's the beauty of the whole planning process is is really trying to tailor it to what you're looking for right and, and you do need to fine-tune it when it comes to your goals as you were saying one of the things with resolutions when, when we think about those they're typically something that you want to accomplish by the end of the year right so that's rather short-sighted I know a year at you know can feel like a long time but in the grand <laughs> scheme of things it, it's really not it's a pretty short-term goal Talk a little bit about the difference there, because when you're talking about somebody helping somebody prepare for a retirement that's decades away, potentially, or a decade away, and this retirement is supposed to last 20 or 30 years, this is a different focus. This is a different conversation than a short term. I want to get a couple things knocked off my to do list right now. Right. Can you talk a little bit about those long term goals? Yeah, this is one of those things I had to learn, Jen, because I do have that, you know, when you're growing up and becoming a young adult, you you probably think you're normal and other people are like you. And I had to realize, oh, I'm pretty weird. (laughs) (laughs) And one of those ways I'm weird is I like, you know, I think long term automatically. And, and, you know, I was, you know, thinking about retirement. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, (laughs) No, and it really is. And so, and there's a reason that people throw out the example that most people spend more time planning their vacation than their retirement. It's because our vacation, sometimes it's three or six or nine months away and we we have more of an instant gratification about it you know and certainly most of us would like to do fun exciting things in retirement too so it's not just that you have the plan of the vacation of oh it's gonna be fun we all want our vacation or we all want our retirement to be fun too but it's such an abstract idea if it's you know five ten twenty years away how do you do that so i think that's that's one of those uh, just understanding human nature is the thing that uh myself and our planners have have just come to realize and it's really just what we have found most often is it sounds very simple but it's really actually just talking it out with people like you know what are your goals for retirement and what is what does retirement look like for you let's talk through that because you know we don't need to know every single day what you're going to be doing but mm. we kind of need to have an idea of what you want to be doing because it's going to affect your spending habits and things like that you know if you want to get a glass of lemonade and sit on the rocker and you know look out in the distance that's a little different than having a travel bucket list where you want to go around the world so so but i think as you start talking that through then i think your your mind can start to grasp that and get excited about setting those goals as well Right. And here's the other thing. We need we need accountability when we are working toward those goals. It is helpful to have somebody else who can help us stay accountable. We get really sidetracked really easily. The analogy I always go to, Pat, when we talk about setting goals and resolutions, that type of thing, you think about all the people who set workout goals or fitness mm-hmm. goals and how <laughs> you go to a gym the first couple weeks of January and you yep. cannot find a treadmill anywhere by March, it's a ghost town and the place is yours because we don't have anybody to help us stay motivated and to keep showing up. Talk about how that's kind of your role when we talk about our financial goals. You're that accountability partner for us. Absolutely. And by the way, you misspoke there, Jen. You said by March. Oh. Like you, mean, you mean by the second week of January, <laughs> That's true. Right? <laughs> I, I gave everybody a lot of credit there. You did? <laughs> no, it's funny because I was thinking about this and um, it, it just goes to the exam. This is where I think, you know, our country is changing. And, you know, just maybe a generation or two ago, it was just much more common for us to all just do 
what we do ourselves and not worry about having someone else help us along with it. And, you know, I don't know the numbers of people that used to all do their own taxes and now they just have someone else do it. That's an example of that. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you take uh, the people that are the best in the world at something. Tiger Woods, when he was the greatest golfer uh, for so many years, he always had uh, a, a golf coach. Yeah. And so you, you take that example all the way down the line. There's so many benefits. Yes, they can teach you how to do better, but it is also accountability. And the reason I was laughing at your example, Jen, is because I, I, I remember, you know, a while ago I told you how I started getting into weightlifting and I did I did a competition at one point and I was working with a coach and, you know, I think I'm a very disciplined, focused person, but I kind of chuckle to myself sometimes in the gym and I think, well, I would have definitely worked harder there if I knew my coach was watching what I was doing. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? So I think it really is part of the value of hiring a professional. There's so many layers of benefits that you get, but certainly one of those is that accountability partner helping you not only make sure you're doing what you're supposed to be doing, but keeping your eyes on that ultimate goal. Right. We don't want to lose sight of that goal. And for a lot of you, getting your financial house in order, creating that plan, it's probably a financial resolution for you or a financial goal. I'll tell you why I say that. Nearly 70% of Americans are missing a written financial plan, and people without a plan tend to feel less confident about their future. Yeah, that's right, Jen. I, I know a lot of you are worried that you haven't saved enough or that you won't even be able to retire I know that most of you don't have a written financial plan, and a written financial plan can help you feel more financially stable. So you don't have to be one of those people worried if your money will last or if you can even afford to retire. We have a process for helping you create an income strategy, and we start with what we call our five-step retirement review. If you're listening right now and you don't have an income strategy, and based on the statistics, you probably don't, we invite you to call so we can help you set this up and make sure you know exactly where your income is going to come from in retirement. It's complimentary to do this analysis and there's no obligation. You just need to have saved at least $250,000 for retirement. Call 803-9-RETIRE and ask for your retirement income analysis. After we've analyzed where you are right now, then we can help you start mapping out your strategy to get you where you want to go. This isn't about big wins. We aren't doing this to try and make you rich. We want to help make sure you don't ever end up outliving your money. That number again, is 803-9-RETIRE. You do want to take advantage of this opportunity from Pat to help make sure you won't run out of money, and you could even boost your returns over time. So we encourage you to get started today. 803-9-RETIRE is the number. This is Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. We'll be back in just a moment. Stay with us. Hi, this is John Farley. For the past 12 years, you've seen me on TV. But before becoming a meteorologist, my first degree was actually in finance. My parents, like a lot of people, didn't know much about the financial world. As a result, they got exploited by some not-so-honest folks. That's why finance has always been a passion of mine. And for the last six years, I've been working with the team at Preservation Specialists to help people just like you plan for your retirement. What I love about Preservation Specialists is that we are locally owned and fiercely independent. That means we simply work for you. If that's what you want in a financial advisor, then give us a call now at 803-9-RETIRE. That's 803-9-RETIRE. Don't make the same mistakes my parents did. Work with an advisor who can help get you to and through retirement successfully. 803-9-RETIRE firm offers insurance services. Investment advisory services offered through Kalos Capital, Inc. Twenty twenty two is here. If retirement is on your radar, let Pat and the team at Preservation Specialists put together a written retirement income plan for you. Call today for an initial consultation. 803-9-RETIRE. Thanks for joining us today on Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. I'm Jen Rizak, happy to be here alongside Pat. He is the founder of Preservation Specialists. He is the author of the books, Save Your Retirement and The Retirement Secret. And Pat knows just as well as I do that it's a lot easier to get a job done if you have the right tools. Mm. When we talk about financial tools, the financial tools you need for retirement, those are different from what you use during your working years. So now that we understand that, we want to help you pack your retirement toolkit. And Pat, you know what I'm talking about, right? I mean, 
you know what it's like to try to do something around the house and then if you don't have the right tool to finish your project it is it's frustrating it's a mess <laughs> it is and jen i think you know we all have our own strengths right <laughs> and my wife knows i am not andy at You're all but andy, I, I, there's certain things that i you know i have a little bit of an ego as okay i'm the man of the house i should be able to do this so i have to tell you a quick story so the thing that drives me nuts the most is anything where i'm like hanging something up and i need to drill into the wall and uh, so i have this big i have this big thing with drill bits right yes. and there's like a million of them but almost every time i think it's like an eighth of an inch that you need well because that's the one you need most often i've used it and left it places oh, yeah. so then i always end up with the wrong tools because i'm using like the little one and i'm trying to make it bigger with that and and so one day i got really smart i'm just gonna buy a bunch of eighth inch ones yes. and then i lost that kit no. so yeah so i still have the wrong tools so it's uh. i don't know what to do <laughs> i'm a mess I see and i thought you were gonna say that you make the dad joke of getting out the stud finder and oh, <laughs> here he is because that's what my husband does every time never well, gets my, old. my my kids have no chance because i was doing dad jokes when i was a kid so <laughs> i mean I, i've got decades of practice <laughs> you are the, that's right the epitome of the dad jokes oh man okay so if you do pat a google search which i have done for retirement tools you get millions of search results. Sure. So there is a ton of information to sort through. Um, and one that I found actually came from the Department of Labor, and it was this PDF you could download from the federal government, and it had resources uh, to help you learn about Social Security and Medicare, and they had some information, you know, basic information about retirement savings plans. So Social Security, Medicare, and savings plans, what's missing from the list when we're trying to figure out what goes in our toolkit? Well, I think, Jen, that we always look at it as there's basically two categories okay. and all of the resources that are available to you, which that, that's, that's, an, that's a starting point. You know, Social Security is one of your resources. And then what are all the expenses that you're going to have to cover? And that's basically everything should fall into one of those two categories, right? Mm -hmm. So if we're looking at our basic toolkit, then the federal government's talking about Social Security and Medicare. That's a great start. Then we have to think about everyone's different then, right? So for most people, the next things are probably going to be, if they have a pension, then that is absolutely going to be on yes. there. But a lot of people don't have one, right? So then it becomes, well, how are you going to cover the rest of your income? And that's when you would list all the various types of you know, where your nest egg is essentially, which could be IRAs or 401ks or brokerage accounts or bank accounts. And so that's probably the first step that most people would take. There's other things that are important, of course, that we ask our clients about that we want to make sure we have a comprehensive picture for them. But I think what we really want to start here with, right, is the kind of the primary items that we want to make sure that we don't miss. Okay. So now here's the other thing, because when we're talking about some of these different financial tools, what we're using them is based on what our goals are, right? So how do we find the right financial tools for the job we're trying to do with our money? That's where I think we sometimes get a little tripped up. Well, I love, love, love that question, Jen, because that is what everyone always forgets about money. Mm. Okay, So right. uh, when people are talking about investing, no one's ever bragging to their friend, boy, I tell you what, I put some money uh, over in this account and it helped me accomplish my goals. No one ever says that. <laughs> no. what the, you know, the guys are always saying, oh, I put my money in Bitcoin and it doubled in two, two hours or right. something like that, you know. <laughs> uh, so, but investing, you know, this is one of the principles in my newest book, The Retirement Secret, that is so critical to understand which is the measure of success of your investments is not rate of return. It's whether it accomplished your goals. Mm -hmm. And so the most important thing, and I think one of the biggest values that working with a planner brings to you is helping you stop and actually think about, okay, what are we trying to accomplish? And now what are the right tools to actually do that? And so those are some very powerful things to think about. And it's also one of those things, Jen, that if you're married, that's not something you're typically chatting about over dinner, right? No, Especially no. like if you still have kids in the house. <laughs> Right. <laughs> so we think it's extremely helpful to actually have a place to go, you know, coming to our office and, and in focused time to think those things through. And then a lot of times people say, well, I, I want you to review our portfolio and tell me if we have the right investments. And of course, the answer to that is, well, it depends on what you're trying to accomplish. And so that's where we want to try and find that perfect match. And I would certainly say, 
if uh, you're listening to this show and you're not sure if you have a match there, that's a perfect opportunity to give us a call and take advantage of our five-step retirement review. To get started, all you have to do is call 803-9-RETIRE. There's absolutely no cost and no obligation, and that's a perfect opportunity to sit down with a retirement planner and see where you're at, but most importantly, what are your goals and what are you trying to accomplish, and then helping you see uh, if you do have the right tools for the job. Once again, to get started, all you have to do is call 803-9-RETIRE retire. Talking today with Pat Struby. He is with Preservation Specialist. Pat just gave you the number. If you prefer to actually hear the numbers as you're punching those into your phone, it's 803-973-8473. But the easiest way to remember it, just like Pat just said, 803-9-RETIRE. So let's talk about some of the different goals that we're going to be having with our money, Pat. For example, if we have a goal of generating income, what are some of the tools for doing that, some of the best options for generating income in retirement? Yeah, so one of the principles we talk about is your goal being the most important thing. And the next thing is kind of figuring out what stage of your life you're in. Mm-hmm. Because if you're in your 20s or 30s, you probably don't care about generating income off of your nest egg, right? right. You're just trying to you build it. Uh, but what, yeah. Exactly. But yeah, well, once you start getting into, for most people, maybe mid-50s into mid-60s, you start thinking, wait a second, how do I take this pile of money and actually live off of it? And that's where the tools that you need are probably changing. And so how do we create that income? Well, I always love to just start with the three-legged stool of retirement income. So your social security is one of those legs. How do we make the most out of that for you? The second one is a pension. And a lot of people don't have them. But if you do, we want to make sure we understand what your options are when we want to make the most of that. And then the third is your nest egg. So how do we create income out of your nest egg? Well, the first thing is what we don't want to do is we don't want to have uh, volatile uh, investments like stocks that are going up and down where we have to sell them every month to create your income because mm-hmm. the math is very dangerous. And in times like 2008 or when COVID hit and the market crashes, that could be a huge problem for generating income. So what we do want to consider is something that has safety behind it, like CDs, of course, when they're paying better interest than they are right. these days. And then uh, annuities can provide a lifetime income that's backed by the company. So those are on the safer end. And then if we do want to use investments, if you're willing to take a little bit of risk with that income, we want that generated not by selling the shares, but we we want to be generating dividends. And so those are kind of some basic pointers that we think are really, really important to consider as far as the tools when you're trying to create income. And what about growth potential? If you're more interested in growth, What kind of tools should you be thinking about, especially for people in retirement, not necessarily, you know, those people in their 20s or 30s starting out their career? Yeah. So I, uh, many moons ago when I started the company, Jim, we called the company preservation specialists. And sometimes people think that we are against the stock market or against mm-hmm. growth. And that's certainly not the case. It's just that most of our clients, when you're reaching retirement, you like growth, but what you really want is income and preservation. Right. Those are kind of the right. primary things. But yeah, we might live a long time in retirement. So it'd be nice to have some growth potential with our investments. So the first place most people would go is the stock market. And now we've, uh, it's had tremendous returns uh, in recent years and some people wonder if it's getting too high or if it's getting bubbly. So one of the things we like to do is look for uh, variations of stock market investments that might have a little less downside uh, risk. So it might be different ways that portfolios are managed. We look for uh, one example is private equity, which essentially is uh, being in it's like the stock market, but they're more private. And so there's different ways to get at that uh, and to look for growth. And uh, But tr- what we want to do typically, because most of our clients are close to retirement or in retirement, we just want to help them reduce the risk of losing principal while they're still trying to seek that growth. And the, the end of the day, though, we want to balance between both, right? We need to find the right balance between that growth that you were just talking about and, of course, that idea of preservation. That's exactly right. And that's really, Jen, that's why we call our plans custom-built retirement plans, because on the one hand, most people need some kind of balance between growth and safety. Mm -hmm. But on the other hand, we're all different. And some people... Uh, are excited by the more volatile investments. Most people are terrified of that. And so they want to minimize that. So how do we find a way to set up your nest egg in a way that helps you accomplish your goals, but maybe even just as importantly, gives you peace of mind and allows you to sleep at night? 
that's kind of the ultimate goal that we want to seek with our clients. And that's the reason that we offer our reviews at no cost and no obligation. So we can help you see if you're on that track or not. Uh, if you'd like to look at if you are on track to accomplish your retirement dreams and have peace of mind, call us now at 803-9-RETIRE. There's no cost and no obligation. That number again is 803-9-RETIRE. This is Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. We'll be back. You've heard Pat on radio. Now you can see him on television. Tune in Sunday mornings during the 7 o'clock news on WIS-TV, Columbia's NBC Channel 10. Pat's new book, The Retirement Secret, is now available. It's a companion to his first book, Save Your Retirement. Order yours right now at Amazon.com. Thanks for joining us today on Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. I am Jen Rizak. Happy to be here alongside Pat. He is, of course, founder of Preservation Specialists. As we get back into it, if you hear something you'd like to get some answers on, 803-9-RETIRE is the number to call to reach Pat. That's 803-9-RETIRE. And there are so many financial tools out there. It seems like there should be a solution for pretty much every problem that you have. But here's, here's another issue that we run into. Sometimes we might have an emotional reaction to certain tools or products we reject them based on what we've heard about or what we assume. And Pat, I want to talk about that for a second. How is that a dangerous line of thinking if we are having these emotional reactions to some of the financial tools and some of the options that are out there? Yeah, this is such a good topic, Jen, because it affects all of us. You know, I'll admit it, it even affects me. I've literally, you know, been in financial advising my entire adult life. Um, but it, it reminds me of something I, I learned a while back and I put into my most recent book, which is, it's really important to understand there is literally no such thing as unbiased financial advice. Hmm. Uh, and what I mean by that is, I don't mean bias in an, it doesn't have to always be negative. It just means it is swayed one way or the other. And so, you know, one of the reasons that I love doing this show is it, it allows us to talk about things that we think are really important about finances. You know, we think it's important for people to be planning for their retirement. Some people in finance don't really care about that. So they have a different bias, you know, right. so we all have different things that we're focused on. On. And one of the kind of unusual terms that I would throw out in this regard is in order to have the most optimal retirement plan, you have to be able to look at it with a what we would term agnostic approach, which means that you're not coming in saying, well, I believe this is good and I believe this is bad because you're kind of you're immediately dismissing certain mm -hmm. options. And there's a number of different terms in our industry, Jen, that um, immediately people have either a good or a bad, you know, connotation about. And some of the ones that came to my mind were a, re a reverse mortgage as an example, um, because a number of years ago, the fees were astronomical. So they got right. really bad press. Um, and some of those, you know, it doesn't mean it's good for everybody, but it's just an example of something that is, it's worth considering for some people. Um, the one that's most famous, I think, in our industry is the area of annuities. And I always say the reason for that is if, if you're in a room with 100 different people and you tell everyone, close your eyes and then think, what do you think of when you think of annuities? You'll get 100 different answers. <laughs> because, <laughs> At least. <laughs> yeah, because there's so many different kinds of annuities. People will say they, you know, they stole money from my parents. People will say they have the highest fees in the world. People will say it's the greatest thing. My, my parents have the best thing ever with annuities. And so you get this wide range of emotions. And so it's just a great example of um, why it's really valuable to have a fiduciary advisor who can actually just help you look at, you know, what are you trying to accomplish and what are the pros and cons of each of the different tools that are out there? Well, when we talk about some of the different kinds of tools that are out there, Pat, and people who have access to different types of tools and, and, and t different tools that they might go to, uh, the other phrase that you often think about is, when you only have a hammer, every problem looks like a nail. <laughs> and I just want to point out, that's not your approach at all when it comes to the custom-built plans that you create for people. Yeah, that's true, Jen. And I, I think, you know, I tell our advisors, I think sometimes we take that for granted because that's our philosophy. And what's interesting about it that I've learned, Jen, is, is there's, there's really kind of three primary 
beliefs in the financial world. There's the Wall Street belief, which is that you should have most or all of your money invested in the stock market and grow it as much as possible. There's the life insurance and annuity belief that thinks you should insure all of your money. And there's the banking belief that believes that you should you know, have all your money accessible. And any advisor that is limiting uh, and is not doesn't have all of those at their disposal can't possibly give you the most optimal balance because so that's why we believe in not only custom building so it's unique to each of our clients but we do our very best to be as agnostic as possible about all the different tools out there and so maybe there's some characteristics about a certain type of savings or investment that I don't particularly like but maybe that's the right thing for you you know maybe an example of that would be when we're setting up an emergency reserve for someone you know do I love the fact that banks are paying basically 0% mm. and they're using your money. I don't like that, but there's not a lot of other good options if you need money that you can get your hands on right away. So I think that's a, and maybe a good example of something where we, we have to, you know, uh, we may not like it, but it may still serve uh, the purpose that we're trying to accomplish. Right. And again, let's just go through, Pat, because we, we did talk about this a little bit ago. What goes into our retirement toolkit? What are the basic things that we need to make sure that we have to be prepared for retirement? Yeah, so I think uh, we want to be certainly thinking about what we're trying to accomplish, of course. And then for most people, that is income first. It's preserving capital second, and then it's growth third. So how are we creating all of those things? Well, income is going to come from Social Security, from pensions if you have it, and then from your nest egg. The uh, preservation is going to come from things like bank accounts, from annuities that have guarantees and government bonds. And then growth is going to come from more growth-oriented investments like stocks and mutual funds and things like that. And then, of course, we get into kind of the tax portion of this mm -hmm. discussion of where are we putting all that stuff, right? Are we putting it in um, a taxable account uh, like the bank? Are we putting it in a tax-deferred account like a 401k or IRA? Or do we have something that's tax-free, like a Roth IRA? And you know, where where should all of those different tools where should they fit? And of course, if you're thinking, boy, that sounds complicated. Well, that's why we, we think the work that we do can be quite valuable. Because what we really want to do is we want to help you look at all those tools and look at all the ways that they can be used and help you figure out the best possible way to put all that together. And once again, uh, not just in some way that's good for everybody, but it's most importantly helping you accomplish your goals. And if you're not sure if you're on that path to accomplish the, the retirement of your dreams, call us now at 803-9-RETIRE. We have a retirement review that we offer at no cost and no obligation to help you take a look at where you're trying to go, where you stand right now, and if you're on the right track. To get started, all you have to do is call 803-9-RETIRE. Talking today with Pat Struby. He is with Preservation Specialists. I'm Jen Rizak alongside. Pat, when we're thinking about our retirement toolkit, what about life insurance? Is that something that goes in there as well? Life insurance is a great example, Jen, because uh, that's another one that gets a lot of emotional response. Mm, um, yeah. You know, sometimes people say, life insurance worked out great for my family because of this. Or a phrase I've heard plenty of times before is, I don't believe in life insurance, mm. uh, which, you know, um, that's kind of like a, I always say, well, life insurance isn't a religion, of course. <laughs> so <laughs> um, <laughs> that's right. So it's all, it's a perfect example of this idea of the toolkit, which mm -hmm. is uh, for a lot of people, when you get into retirement, you really don't have the same needs for life insurance that you used to. So a lot right. of times people will say, I have this policy. Do I even need it anymore? And sometimes we, we do the analysis and we say, you know what? You don't have a need for life insurance anymore. On the other hand, um, life insurance can be pretty diverse. There's a lot of different kinds of ways it can be structured. And so sometimes it can be used to actually help protect uh, from nursing care costs, uh, the way some of the policies are structured. Mm -hmm. um, there are some unique structures that can provide access, tax free access to withdrawals or income uh, in retirement. So it can be used in a lot of different ways. And that's a great example of one where I, I would encourage people to be as agnostic as possible. And it's not that life insurance is the best thing since sliced bread, but it's also not the worst thing either. So it's good to consider it as one of the tools and just see if it's going to help you accomplish your goals or not. Pat, what are some of the tools we might think about if we're worried about things like health care or long-term care? Yeah, so I think, you know, we always talk about uh, healthcare costs. There's three categories. There is, you know, uh, making sure you you get uh, your Medicare set up properly uh, when the time is right, uh, understanding if you need private health insurance uh, at any time, and then, you know, looking at long-term care costs. And, of course, with 
private health insurance and with Medicare, we just want to make sure you have an expert who is giving you good advice on different plans and coverages and your deductibles and things like that. Long-term care is complicated uh, because uh, that was something uh, I started uh, January 3rd of 1997 was when I started my financial advising career. And long-term care insurance was the was the new hot uh, offering mm -hmm. in our industry. And they were mm -hmm. telling us, oh, this is going to revolutionize the industry. Well, it kind of did in the sense that it got really popular. And then all the companies decided they didn't want to do it anymore. <laughs> so uh, it's had a lot of problems. And it's, um, you know, we have a lot of clients that have old policies and they're having their premiums increased every year. And that's, that's a scary thing when you're on a fixed income. Um, so we want to look at other options as well. And, and the industry has come back with some more unique options. There are life insurance policies where you can can access the death benefit for nursing care. There are annuities that pay income, and then if you need nursing care, the income increases. Um, so I think what's important about this is it's another great example of being agnostic and not just assuming something is good or bad. But if we go back to the goals, and that's what you mentioned, Jen, hey, if we're worried about long-term care costs, well, what are the possible solutions? And that's the beauty of our approach, being fiduciaries and being comprehensive. We can just help you lay out the different areas and say, okay, well, maybe there's five or six different options. We can tell right away that half of these probably aren't a good fit for you. Now let's look at these other ones and see which one is the best fit for you. Right, right. And and really, Pat, no matter what, what you're not going to end up doing is saying, here's the, the one tool that you need. It's really the right combination of tools. That's what's an important part of the comprehensive strategy that you help people with. It's a strategy. It's not one tool. It's several different tools. It's a, a whole strategy that you put together, right? It is. And, and the unfortunate thing, Jen, is as, as we're all human beings. And so there, there was a commercial that was on for a long time for, a, for an office store called With the Easy Button, right? If you remember that. And we all want the easy button with our life in every single way. And we want the easy button with our finances and with our retirement. And we'd love to have one tool that just solves everything. And sadly, in almost all circumstances, that just doesn't cut it because <laughs> there is no... There's no perfect investment. There's no perfect insurance product. There's no perfect anything. And so that's our job is to help you understand those pros and those cons. And we need to make that uh, comprehensive. Uh, and that's important for a couple of different reasons. First of all, um, a lot of people have similar goals, but no two families have the exact same goals. And that's why we think it's so powerful to have a custom built plan just for you, uh, because you might be able to Google a plan that's pretty good, mm -hmm. uh, but you're not going to be able to have one that's custom built for you on the internet. Um, so that's where we think that, you know, having that personal approach is really important. And then the second piece that you mentioned is comprehensive. And that's the difference between having investment advice and having comprehensive financial advice. And so as we were talking about those different tools, um, there are some things that are going to help you with your income. There's some things that are going to help you with your investments. There's some things going to help you with your taxes. But we want things that are going to work together with all of those different areas. And then you touched on healthcare, and then the fifth area is estate planning. So if you have all of those things pulled together and you have a plan set and then also being monitored and adjusted appropriately, hopefully that allows you to sleep at night with complete peace of mind. And ultimately, that's what we want for all of our clients. If that's something you'd like to look into or see where you stand, call us now at 803-9-RETIRE. We offer our five-step retirement review at absolutely no cost and no obligation for listeners of today's show. To get started once again, that number is 803-9-RETIRE. We have more coming up on Save Your Retirement, but now it's time for today's Medicare Minute with author and Medicare expert, Tim Hanbury. The most complicated part of Medicare is the Part D prescription program because it's different than previous insurances you've had. So here's what you need to know. First, I encourage you to take a few minutes to understand how these plans work. You've heard terms like donut hole or catastrophic level. You need to understand what these terms mean. Chapter 7 of my book explains this, but you can go online to learn about these plans also. You must check to see if the plan covers your medications and what they cost. You can do this by going to Medicare.gov and use their Plan Finder tool to search for the best plan based on your medications. This is especially important if you take expensive brand name medications. You can change plans yearly if you like between October 15th until December 7th. Lastly, the pharmacy you use can impact your costs. Plans will have preferred pharmacies that offer lower copayments. Make sure to check to see which pharmacy would be best for you. Please take some time to understand your Medicare options. Medicare, properly designed, will be the best insurance you ever had. 
Visit Tim's website, MedicareBlueprint.com, to download a free copy of his book. Or if you would like to talk with Tim, call 803-9-RETIRE to schedule a consultation. Twenty twenty two is here. If retirement is on your radar, let Pat and the team at Preservation Specialists put together a written retirement income plan for you. Call today for an initial consultation. 803-9-RETIRE. Thanks for joining us today on Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. I am Jen Rizak. Happy to be here alongside Pat. He is the founder of Preservation Specialists, and he knows just about better than anybody that retirees face a lot of choices when they get to retirement. It feels like quite a dilemma to make a final decision with what you'll do and where you'll go and then all the tough financial questions as well. It's kind of like the longest game of would you rather that you'll ever play. So, Pat, we're going to have some fun with this. Probably you've played this with maybe your older kids, maybe more than the younger ones. I don't know. Yeah. Do you guys yep. do that? Okay. I don't think I would enjoy this with a, with my four year old. I no, think I might I may might wait on that one. <laughs> uh, no, uh, younger kids are not very fun with these types of games or making up jokes or any. They, they're just they need work, right? Yes. They need work. Okay, so you know how this goes. How would you rather goes? I'm, we're gonna do a warm up before okay. we get into the retirement version. Let's just do something kind of fun. So, would you rather, Pat? Would you rather? Never get a paper cut again, or never get something stuck in your teeth again. <laughs> That's pretty funny. So I um, sometimes these are really, really difficult to choose from, right? Yeah. Uh, this one has an easy choice for me, and okay. I'm just going to be totally honest with you. It would definitely be never get a paper cut because I find that very painful and unpleasant. No. Whereas, so, okay, see, so, so I'm 47 years old, and I'm a reasonably confident man. And I am just beyond the point of caring if there's like something stuck in my teeth. Uh, and so it drives my wife crazy much more than it does oh. to me. So that's that's an easy one for me. I am shocked because I, well, again, and I'm much, much, much younger than you. So, <laughs> yes, you are. Uh, yes. Give me a paper cut. It hurts for a millisecond and then you, you're over it, right? It's not a big deal. I don't know. I've also is, given birth to four kids, so I guess I can deal with pain more than you. Is that what it is? So does that hurt worse than a paper cut, though? Oh, yeah, it does. I mean, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. You know. wouldn't know. You wouldn't no. know. You're just an observer. No. Now, um, now, getting things stuck in your teeth is that purely for vanity's sake, or is it just the feeling just irritates all you? All of it. Also? Yeah. I yeah, just okay. I don't want to see. see it, feel it. Yeah. Just don't want it to happen ever again. So. Yeah. yeah. Okay. okay. We're on opposite sides. <laughs> Shoot. Okay. Let's go to another one. This one's okay. more retirement related. When it comes to retirement, would you rather live in a beach house? So beach house or a cabin in the woods, or like mountains, mountain mm. cabin. What do you think? We went to a cabin in the mountains in North Carolina last year, and I loved it so much. And there was a mm -hmm. view and it was amazing. But... <gasps> So I grew up in Indiana. We were not close to a real beach. The beach right. was Lake Michigan. <laughs> the lake. Okay, so <laughs> I didn't really know like what the I didn't understand just how how relaxing mm, you know being on the yeah. beach is. So I th I think I would go with the beach house. All right. I thought you might. Um, okay. I thought and you, you might. I am still cabin, like mountain oh, wow. cabin. Okay. I think that's I think that's where I because you don't have this problem, but what the what air like beach air does to my hair is <laughs> infuriating. <laughs> it's not a problem that you have though. This, so this um, is why yes. you're opposites. That's God right. God solved that problem for me. <laughs> yes, so I, exactly. I should uh, I should put that in my in my gratitude prayers thank yeah. you for giving me no hair right so okay so we're opposites here uh this happens a lot with the people that you help right they come in and maybe uh you ask that question where do they want to be when they retire are they having this conversation for the first time with you and it's super awkward or do most people kind of have it mapped out already oh my goodness um this is great jen so i would say 
that a lot of people, and the reason this would come up normally for me, you know, a lot of times we leave it open-ended, hey, tell us about your thoughts on retirement, what Mm -hmm. you'd like to, you know, just, just anything on your mind. It would be very rare to me if someone says specifically, we're moving to this place at this time. You know, a lot of times the location isn't brought up yet. So where that comes up is when we're talking about their resources and we might ask, okay, are you renting or do you own your home? Mm -hmm. Do you have a mortgage or is it paid off? And then once we get that out of the way, then I say, tell me about your plans uh, with the house. If they have a house, they say, do you see yourself retiring there or moving? And let me tell you, if I'm meeting with a married couple, that is a fascinating moment because you know right away if they've talked about it before and settled it, <laughs> right? if they, or if they have talked about it before and it's undecided, or if they've never talked about it before. Mm-hmm. So, right? <laughs> so I would say it's all kinds. And we joke about turning into marital counseling sometimes. But um, I, it's funny if you haven't, if everyone's not on the same page, it's a good place to start talking about it, right? Because you want to yeah. solve that prior to the actual day of your retirement. Right. Well, and the other thing when you think about this, I wonder if people, are they saying, here's what we've saved, what can we do with this? Or here's what we want to do, how do we get there? Because, I mean, it's kind of a similar type of question, but maybe they would like that beach house, but they just aren't sure if the money side is there. But there are all different ways to achieve that, right? Definitely. And uh, you're, you're exactly right. I, I think the number one way that comes up in our discussions is someone who is maybe a few years away from retirement and thinking, hey, do we want to buy a second home at the beach or in the mountains or something or retire earlier or have more income in retirement? You know, it's those lifestyle choices. I'm actually working uh, with clients right now. It's kind of the reverse where the uh, parents passed away the siblings divvied up some family land and now a couple of the siblings want to sell their portion and so our client is trying to figure out do I have the funds to buy them out so that we can retain this land in the family versus do I need that money to, to fund my retirement? So highly, highly personal, right? Uh, that's probably something that 99 out of 100 of our clients aren't dealing with. And so that's a, an example of how so many of us have different circumstances and different decisions we have to make. And that's where we can come in and help with the financial analysis of those options. Right. Just important to have some of those conversations, I, I think. But it's... Uh, okay. Okay, I've got another one here. Here's another retirement. Would you rather? Would you rather, Pat, put your retirement savings all in the stock market or keep it all in the bank? Now, before you answer, <laughs> you're probably thinking, Jen, that's not an either or question. That Those are not the only choices. So what are you doing? But uh, so, so maybe we just need to go to some of the options because maybe people do approach this like an either or type of thing. But we need to recognize that's not really the case, right? That's so true. It's such a mean question to even bring up, Jen. I mean, Sorry. My, my blood pressure escalated so rapidly. <laughs> I, thought, I thought I saw that vein kind of popping out there. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. And, you know, from the Pat Struby perspective, I think that the markets have been so high for so long. Most experts believe uh, no one knows if there's going to be a crash or anything like that, but there is a lot of risk having your money in the stock market. And so that's very different if you have $5,000 you've saved for retirement and you're 25 or 30 versus you have an entire life savings of hundreds of thousands or millions of dollars and you're about to retire, right? The amount of risk in the time of your life is different. Uh, but then you uh, go to the flip side and you look at how the Fed has basically made interest rates 0%. Uh, so if you have all your money in the bank, that basically means you're not going to ever earn any more money <laughs> you know, in the, in the foreseeable future on right. it. So it's a crazy thought to actually have all of your money in one of, you know, just one of those two areas. And that's where, you know, my first book, Save Your Retirement, was all about, you know, the various areas of comprehensive retirement planning. My newest book, The Retirement Secret, really drills into this very idea of where do you actually want to put your money for retirement? And based on what your stage of life, if you are 10 plus years away from retirement uh, versus if you're already in retirement or are you in that transitionary zone, you know, five or 10 years prior to retirement as you're trying to prepare for that. And what are all the different options that are out there? For most people, they get so overwhelmed with the choices of where do I put my money that you kind of become the ostrich, right? And you bury your head in the sand. You say, well, I'll just stick it all in this place or that place. Uh And uh, so that's our goal of, of, you know, really having uh, that discussion of all those different options. And there is no perfect one. So any discussion that should talk about the pros and the cons of each of those so you can really understand how they affect you. Right. Okay. Last round, last one uh, of our retirement would you rather. Pat, I 
think I know where you're going to go with this one, but would you rather hope for the best and plan for the worst or plan for the best and hope the worst never happens? Okay. Mm. <laughs> kind of set you up I, for an easy one there, didn't I? Yeah, well, I was confused because I thought you were going to say plan for the best and hope for the worst. And I thought, well, that doesn't make any sense, right? Right. No, <laughs> so. right. No, no, no. Don't do that. We're not hoping for the worst. No. Yeah. No, and so this is something, actually, Jen, when we talk about a custom-built retirement plan, this really, I think, resonates with our clients because each person's personality comes out in how they want their plan to look. And what mm-hmm. I mean by that is we would certainly and absolutely use the phrasing hope for the best and plan for the worst because of the fact that when you think about what's the worst when you're doing retirement planning, the worst in retirement planning is you are still alive and you are still healthy and you have no money left. That's the worst, right? That is the number one thing all of us need to absolutely make sure of that we do not run out of money. So that's a really bad thing to have happen. So we have to plan and make sure that that doesn't happen. And so so what are all the ways we do that, right? Uh, But then the question is, how far do you want to take that? And the term that we like to use is a stress test. Um, And so that's where each client of ours can decide which areas they're most concerned about. So if you're most concerned about the fact that that the government is spending money like crazy and continuing to do so, uh, and you're worried that taxes will have to go way up, well, we can do a tax stress test. And we can say, okay, let's say instead of a 22% bracket, that's 32% or 42% down the road. You can see how that's going to affect your retirement. If you're worried about how the government is printing money like crazy and we're going to have a lot more inflation, well, instead of assuming 3% inflation, we can assume 4% or 5%. So that would be our inflation stress test. What about um, we're worried that the stock market is overpriced? What if it crashes in half? Now we have a stock market stress test. So you can see in every one of those ways, we can kind of look at your plan and see, okay, well, what if these types of scenarios happen? Are we prepared for it? And you know, does every client want to go through all of those things? Probably not, right? <laughs> Most people don't, you don't even want to think about those right, things. Right. But that's the type of thinking that we do in our office to make sure that uh, we have planned for the worst and allowing our clients, if we can be on the end of planning for the worst, now our clients can be focused on hoping for the best. Exactly. But but the thing is, so many people are kind of doing this, right? We are planning for the best case scenario. We're hoping the worst doesn't happen. It happens to too many people. So let's talk about how we can get started getting realistic with this and putting together that plan for the worst, but then hoping for the best. How do we get started with that? Yeah, I think, I think, you know, Jen, uh, while we believe passionately in a custom-built retirement plan because everyone's different, most of us have some of the biggest questions, right? Most of us are trying to figure out, do I have enough money to retire? When is it that I w- will be able to retire? How do I make sure I never run out of money? And then, uh, especially for those that are married, will my loved ones be okay if something happens to me? Those are all the types of things that we can help you answer. We can help you figure out with our five-step retirement review, which is basically looking at where you're at right now in the five different areas of retirement planning, income, taxes, investments, healthcare and insurance, and estate planning. Where are you right now? Where are you trying to get to? And are you on that track? And we have just found, Jen, that it provides an incredible amount of peace of mind for people who go through that process, even the part with no cost and no obligation, because it lets you see where you stand. If you haven't gone through a process like that before, or if you'd like to get an update, Call us now at 803-9-RETIRE. If you've saved at least $250,000 for retirement, we believe this could be one of the most beneficial steps you ever take. That number again is 803-9-RETIRE. You've been listening to Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. Remember that number, 803-9-RETIRE. Be sure to tune in again next week for more insights from Pat. I'm Jen Rizak. We're glad you were here with us today. We hope you have a great week, and we'll talk to you next time. Preservation Specialists is an independent financial services firm that helps people create retirement strategies using a variety of tools. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to safety, security, or guaranteed lifetime income are never referring to securities or investment products. Preservation Specialist is not permitted to offer, and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. You should talk to a qualified professional before making any decisions about your personal situation. Preservation Specialist is not affiliated with the U.S. government or any governmental agency. Securities offered through Kalos Capital, Inc. Investment advisory services offered through Kalos Management, Inc., both at 11525 Parkwood Circle, Alpharetta, Georgia, 30005. Preservation Specialist is not an affiliate or a subsidiary of Kalos Capital, Inc. or Kalos Management, Inc.